Welcome to the Underappreciated Movie Podcast, where four friends discuss movies that they love, but nobody else does. This week on the podcast, I'm supposed to say hi, I'm Elaine. I'm Elaine. I don't know. (laughs) I'm Carly. I'm John. I'm Tony. Each of us has picked a specific movie genre. Mine is horror thriller. Mine is science fiction fantasy. You Mine need to get off your fucking phone. It's drama and romance. <laughs> Mine's action adventure. What are you doing on your phone there? Is it really that important? I was checking through my text messages from Audra to see if we had any important Audra updates. I looked through the ones that she just sent me, but then I went back through that one where she was texting both of us, and we had the argument about whether an outhouse is inside or outside. Uh-huh. And then it kind of devolved into if a hot dog is a sandwich... Because you have to have bread on both sides. If the hot dog, which Ken says that according to the USDA, a hot dog is a sandwich, and then he said, but also the internet says a hot dog is a taco, (laughs) and then I said, if a taco is a sandwich, conversely, a sandwich could then be a taco. I believe I have listened to Judge John Hodgman talk extensively about this. (laughs) Well, this and the other, you know, the world may never know. Like how many licks it takes to get middle of a tootsie roll pop. Well, we take turns selecting from our movie genre, movies that have opinions have not received the respect they deserve. Well played, Tony. You won't see any of these films on anyone's top ten list, but anyway, listen to our podcast, you can give these films a second chance. I don't think that phone holder is going to... It works better if you turn it to the side. Okay, hey, why don't we not talk about the phone holder, and you can do your thing this week on the podcast. This week on the podcast is John's pick. Elaine is just so single-minded. If, if it's not right in front of her, she's like, fuck it, I don't care what else is going on around me, fuck the world. Sorry. We're doing 1987's My Best Friends a Vampire. I know what you're saying, friends. Right now you're like, wait a minute. You said you were doing the craft. And I lied to you. <laughs> He's a sneaky sneak. No, he I, just I, changed his mind. I, I did what what they call the pivot. Bait and switch. Yeah, well, because, you know, I, th- I thought about it, and this was free on HBO, and I was like, I love this fucking movie. I forgot it existed. Mm-hmm. So we're doing this. Okay. All right. Doesn't mean we won't do the craft again some other day. Yeah, it's like Christmas is a thing. Well, Tony could do it anytime. True. So the premise of this movie is after a sexual encounter with a beautiful uh, I'm sorry, woman, what kind of encounter? Sexual. What kind? Sexual healing. And that was not sexual healing. That's the opposite of sexual healing. <laughs> well, healed him of that. That was sexual killing. Coil. She, she killed him. No, she didn't. He's a living vampire. There's a difference. We'll get to that. But anyway, he, a boy finds himself turning into a teenage vampire. And hilarity ensues. As opposed to just... Turning into a vampire. Right. Mm-hmm. Teenage vampire. Sure. Uh, the director of this is Jimmy Huston, mm-hmm. which we all know from Final Exam. Wait. Nope. Dark Sunday. Nope. Running. No. Nope. Running Scared. Yes. No. Is this go. an after school special? And, <laughs> and we did the, um, uh, the screenplay for Running Scared. Okay. What the hell is Running Scared? Yeah, I don't know. It's a Billy Crystal, um, what's his name, movie? What's his name? There were their cops. It's kind of like a proto-lethal weapon. His name is Gregory Hines. Hines. Gregory Hines, yeah. that's it. Oh. Is it any good? <laughs> it's good. It's good. It's not, it's not See, either one. See, John was like, it's good. And Tony's no, like, it's good. it's good. No, it, I said, it's good. It's neither one of their best, but it's good. All right, well, <laughs> if it's on. If it's on, you know, after you're done watching The, the, mummy. the mummy. Apparently, yeah. it's not on. No. I actually I've watched it. I actually watched it this year. Really? Yeah, because I kept, I remember I loved it when I was Because you're bored a lot? No, I, I loved it when I was little, <laughs> and I was like, oh, does this hold up? And then I watched it, and I was like, eh, it's all right. Mm-hmm. You know, other other people have done it better, but, you know, it was one of the first. And this was this movie was written by Tab Murphy. Tab? Tab. Hmm. T-A-B, as in, like, the drink. 
Or like short for Tabitha? <laughs> Not to dude. Or like something you oh. pulled? Or um, Tiberius? I don't know. <laughs> Tiberius. He did a lot that of screenplays. He did Brother Bear, uh, Atlantis. Mm. He did The Hunchback of Notre Dame, Tarzan. So he's big, big in the Disney world. Okay. I like Brother Bear. Yeah. And this is starring... Uh-huh. Yep. Lay it on me. <laughs> Robert Sean Leonard. Oh, yeah? Who's that? The guy from House. <laughs> we were yeah. watching the opening credits, and they put all these names up. I was like, oh, that's my favorite. <laughs> <laughs> and he was also in Dead Poet Society. Yes. And that's about all that you probably remember him by. Mm -hmm. But he's done a lot of things. Like, he's a, he's a working actor. He's worked pretty steadily. I mean, I recognize him. I knew him from House. Um, Evan Morand, who plays Ralph. Yes, he, he was in Evan? Fight Club. Oh, yeah. really? Seven. He was in The Losers. So welcome back to the podcast. Mm -hmm. But I don't remember any of those movies. Mm -hmm. I'll have to watch The Losers again. Um, Cheryl Pollock, who played Darla. You're going to know her from such ditties as Pump Up the Volume. Oh, wow. <laughs> nice. Uh, she was in The Heights, the TV show, mm -hmm. that they tried to get that music thing going. I remember that. The How Do You Talk to an Angel uh -huh. Yeah, that's pretty much all she did. Mm -hmm. um, Nora, it was played by Cecilia Peck, who you'll know from the great epics of... Uh, <laughs> uh, Anything? Bueller? Bueller? Not from Ferris Bueller, obviously. No, Bueller? not from Ferris Bueller. Anyway, <laughs> <laughs> the biggest name that you're going to really remember in this is Darla's mother, is Kathy Bates, <laughs> uh <-huh>. Yeah, <laughs> who you know from Misery and all sorts of things. But yeah, not a lot of huge actors and in this. The guy who played Modoc, Tony knew him. Yes. Well, I knew the two He's guys. from Deep Space Nine. Brenee Alger, but I can't say his name. He died um, in 2019. Yes. He, I thought he was in... He was in The Patriot. He was in Star Trek. He was in MASH. He was in Boston Legal. He was been in a bunch of stuff. I thought he was a welcome back to the podcast. Well, I guess David Warner, the guy who played uh, the professor, he's been in a bunch of stuff, too. He was in Titanic. It was like the was older Tron. people in this movie that oh. were familiar to me. He is a welcome back to the podcast. The guy that played Modoc or whatever. Oh, he was in Little, Little Nemo, Nemo. <laughs> Adventures in Slumberland. I, I saw that when I was looking at the, the IMDb. And the last one I'm going to give you is Paul Wilson, who plays Grimsdyke, which we all know from Cheers. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I guess. All right. So, the professor yeah, dude, the other dude, reminded me of Snape a little bit, but like this discount Snape. <laughs> discount Snape. All right, two point So this movie got an audience score fifty nine percent on Rotten Tomatoes, but it does not have a thermometer because, for the same reason, it doesn't have a Metacritic. I need to turn this down. That'd be nice. Um, but it has six out of ten on IMDb. Now you're like, well, how did it do? So it's opening weekend. It, no, no, I'm sorry. The total gross in the U.S. and Canada was $174,380. Really? Mm -hmm. That's yeah. it. If you combine it with Canada, it's still $174,380. <laughs> this was a movie that they made and went right to HBO or something like that. I would say, I, I know it had a lot of rotations on HBO because I watched the hell out of it. Me too. Well, that's little. where I found it is, is you watch on HBO yeah. and... It was amazing. So I would have to say it's underappreciated for lots of reasons. It's, it's, you get us at 59, and it, it didn't even make a million dollars. And it probably cost more than that. It didn't even make $250,000. Yeah. 
Even though I'm sure, honestly, it probably did okay because they did they did what movies do now when they sell them to Netflix where they break even. They probably sold it to HBO yeah. or what they paid for rotation it or something. I don't know. I don't know what the rules were back then. What year did this come out? 1987. Well, actually, this is the release date was May 6, 1988. But when you look up the year, it says 1987. Interesting. Controversial. Interesting. Yeah. <laughs> Can you want to turn your ringer off? I turned off my watch. I turned off my phone. But if you turn around, you'll see my nook is sitting right there. <laughs> and that is what is Look, if, if you need to get in touch with Elaine, you can. Right, look, I'm going to talk to... However, if you are trying to get in touch with Elaine and Whisker she doesn't respond, that's she's the ignoring you. <laughs> Whisker biscuits and it says womp womp. Wow. That's because it's... Oh, no. No, no. We're just leaving that alone. Look, all right. First of all, the name of the text chat is How the Whisker Biscuits. Off? If you give it to me, I'll do it. Okay. Here you go. <laughs> Whisker Biscuits. And Brittany is sad because she's been cutting weight and they uh, moved her to 165. Okay, great. Mm-hmm. Now, moving on. Um, <laughs> what did you think going in? Carly. I thought. Never heard of it. Riveting, Carly. <laughs> Elaine. Thought, I've seen this. I don't think it's any good. Now, was that when you watched it for the podcast and we watched it a couple weeks ago? No, when you mentioned it like three weeks ago and you were like, it's free at HBO. I want to watch that. And I went, I gotta. Now, question, did you watch it again after that for the podcast? Yes. Or I, did, I so had you to... watched it twice in less than No. <laughs> I, wa- I only watched the last... 30 minutes again because that's where I completely checked out and I couldn't remember the ending. So I had to rewatch the end. Tony? The rest of it is pretty fresh still. This was in my uh, rotation when I was little of Teen Wolf. Yes. This yes. Fright Night. Yes. You know, so. Dink, yes. Even though it wasn't so I was like, But I haven't, honestly, I haven't probably seen it in like 30 years. So I was like, oh, cool. I can watch this again. That's what I said when I saw it. I was like, oh, badass. Yeah. My best friend's a vampire. I had never Whatever seen happened to Ralph? Fright Night before. Right. And I had I have seen this, but it's been a while. But have Teen seen, Wolf, have you I seen Teen Wolf, Teen Wolf, I watched. I'm sure within the last two years. We have a. We I bought, had never seen any of them. <laughs> but we we found Teen Wolf and Teen Wolf Two in like a combo pack, mm-hmm. and I watched Teen Wolf, and then I watched Teen Wolf Two, and then I've never watched Teen Wolf Two again. Yes. <laughs> but we do still periodically watch Teen yeah, Wolf. Teen Wolf's cool. Teen Wolf Two is so bad. Yeah, it's not very good. The mystery of Teen Wolf, though, is what the fuck does Boof stand for? What's your real name well, if your nickname is Boof? Well, also, I can almost see somebody letting a werewolf play basketball, but you're going to let a werewolf box people? <laughs> <laughs> you're going to let somebody punch a werewolf in the face repeatedly <laughs> and hope that he keeps his cool and doesn't tear him into little pieces? That's a good point. That is a good point. They're not known for their uh, stability. I will also say if they Everyone were to... a real mild matter. Yeah. I know they did a Teen Wolf TV show, but let's just pretend that never happened. But if they were to remake the original Teen Wolf movie that um, play that he was in where he was going to play the Confederate general, <laughs> yeah. they definitely would change no. that play. Burn the fields. Yeah. And when you're done with that, burn yeah. the house. That definitely would not be an, an no. updated remake. That would literally, no. literally be any other play on Earth, probably. Yeah. All right. So, Rent. I have some... Yeah, God. Ooh, there you I might go. rather watch the other one. <laughs> All right, I have a couple reviews. Okay. Which was not easy to do, by the way. <laughs> because this is a straight HBO movie from 1987. Well, I maybe didn't have a plethora of people um, that's shouting from the rooftop. Here's one. One's from John Jazz Triangle. <laughs> the other one's from Tony 777. This one is from August of 2021. Chill. So this Stop is that. new. 
And wow. it says, it's a once bitten ripoff. Ooh. What year did once bitten come out? Uh, 1985's classic once oh. bitten launched a career of Jim Carrey. Did it though? I thought, we'll no, say that I was. Think in lo- we'll say that color. was. No, I'll say it's Pet Detective, Ace Ventura. Well, <laughs> well his I'm, career. But it definitely wasn't Earth? this. No. Wasn't he Earth Girls were easy. easy. Oh, yeah. yeah, that's right. But neither sure one of those launched his career. No. Have you seen Vamp? No. No. In Living Color launched his career. I would say, I would argue that that's probably, if you're going to say something shot off his career, it's going to be Living Color. It's in Living Color because that's why he got Ace Ventura, mm-hmm. which again, I right. would not be able to make today. And most of you have thought that movie. Some changes prevent it from being a complete carbon copy of it, but it's based on, it's a ripoff. It's not a bad movie, it's just okay. It boggles the mind. This movie ha- has a 6.1 and one that's bitten has a 5.5. <laughs> Suck it, Trebek. Yeah, One Spitten has a 39% audience score and a 10% tomato meter. One I've also spitten. never seen or heard of this movie. I, mean, I have. And, <laughs> have I seen that? Is it total trash? Let me see. Hold on. And then, hold, let me finish this. And it says, oh, well, I guess people just like to hate on Jim Carrey. And let me tell you why. Because this is a better movie than One Spitten. One Spitten sucks. <laughs> I don't remember that. I... It's, That's a movie I watched a couple of times and didn't really... I so, couldn't get into it, but yeah. I don't remember it. But. Jim Carrey plays a teenager who yeah. gets turned into a vampire, and it's just... It's not as good. It's Jim Carrey being over-the-top. Jim Carrey hasn't learned how to dial it in yet. Yeah. Which is kind of weird when you say that about Jim Carrey, of all people. So it's just not very entertaining. And that was a 4 out of 10, because on IMDb, there were no 1, 2s, or 3 stars. The lowest you can get was a 4 out of 10 stars. All right, and here, here's another one. The soundtrack is great, and the actors are A+++++. This movie was filmed in Houston, Texas, and there were no cowboys. Oh, I know it was, because I saw a lot of Texas license plates in this movie. I was like, I don't know where this is supposed to be, but it's in Texas. It is one of Robert Sean's first films, and he's really good, new, fresh-ass actor on the scene. No, not ass, just actor. Hmm. Um, his friend is also riding this movie. The friend didn't even get a name. <laughs> Uh, this is an HBO release from the 80s, and they knew how to provide good quality entertainment. This is a must-see for any fan of the 80s, because it sets the time period so great, and the soundtrack is awesome. Definitely has a, a license to drive vibe about it. Only without the Corys in it, you know? There's no Corys, yeah. All right. Is that everything? Do we cover it all? Only 80s, in the 80s, were you cool, and your name was Ralph. <laughs> King Ralph. Yeah, but Which we 80s. are going to do that movie eventually. If you your parents Ralph, name you Ralph, you you're not a cool kid. It's just facts. Ralph Macchio. Right. Yeah, he's bad a douchebag. <laughs> okay, bad example. Ralph Mouth. You hate Ralph Macchio. I do hate Ralph Macchio. But he was cool in the 80s. No, he wasn't. It was when it was still cool to you be Ralph. The, have you ever seen The Outsiders? Um, I think it, it's got of. all of the stars from the '80s in it before they were stars. Like yes. Tom Cruise is yep. in it, Patrick Swayze's in it, yep. Rob Lowe, everybody. Rob Lowe's in it. Mm-hmm. Ralph Macchio's in it. He's the most annoying character ever. It's because he's a terrible person. He's not a very good actor either. And if you want, if you want to come at me about that, name something he's been in other than The Karate Kid. Gotcha. Uh, why are you looking at me like I'm personally challenging? Because people right now are yelling at their. No, he's a great actor. No, he's not. He was awesome, my cousin Vinny. He was a stool. Oh, yeah, my cousin that's right. Vinny. The awesome people in my cousin Vinny are Marissa, Marissa Tomei, Tomei and, Joe Pesci, and yeah. his lord and in heaven, George Pesci. George Pesci? Joe Pesci. Sorry, yeah. George Pesci? Why did I say yeah, George Pesci? Awesome. I don't know. I'm, I was like, <laughs> what did is I it? not you, know you, that that's actually his name? <laughs> no, I'm sorry. I've been working so much. My brain doesn't work anymore. You know, if you guys have some free time, you're driving. I want you to get the... Um, Joe Pesci's rap album. <laughs> That's a thing. <laughs> you think Joe Pesci really needs our money that much? 
He's doing no, fine. No, he's doing all right, but it's it's worth your time. Is it? No. Is it? Yes. Don't lie. Yes. It's Italian Heritage Month. Don't lie in Italian Heritage Ooh, Month. Oh, she got you there. She just learned that because I just saw that online. I was like, is that a thing? We're not even sure if it was October I'm not even November. sure if that, yeah, I'm not even sure that's actually a thing. Uh, Someone just decided, I, I, fuck it, we're taking I this month. I don't care about it. It's fucking every day it's something else. You should be proud of your Italian heritage. I'm not proud your name of is something Tony. I had nothing to do Tony with. Tony doesn't believe in that. Heritage? <laughs> no. In being super proud of your heritage. No. It's okay mm-hmm. to be proud. You didn't have anything to do it's with it. It's not okay to be super proud. <laughs> it's okay to be proud. Okay. Fair enough. All right. So, <laughs> this movie opens with the most 80s sounding music ever. It's so 80s, I believe the song has a mullet. <laughs> Which are I wrote apparently that down. <laughs> coming back or trying to come back. They're trying. I don't know why, why this movement is catching traction. but it's right. ch- Checkerboard slip on Because shoes. people <laughs> one's age think it's kind of funny to have a mullet. <laughs> now, and this, when they grow out their undercuts, let's keep talking it about just kind of happens. So this, the following is a true story, more or less. I'm betting just, less. <laughs> That's what it says right in the beginning. This is the true story of how Tony wishes he became a vampire. Hmm. Yeah, I could pick a better origin, but <laughs> well, but if you were gonna, if become, I had to, if I had to, I just if fine. you had to pick a way to become a vampire and a vampire lore to live in, this one would probably be pretty good. It's not too bad. He doesn't. I, I guess he gets some powers, but uh, the whole he has to learn how to use them. The whole he sunlight doesn't, doesn't hurt you. Things weird. <laughs> no, sunlight only hurts dead vampires. Yeah, well, I mean, I've seen it. Maybe we'll get to that. But this. it does make him feel fatigued or mm-hmm. something. All right. Sunlight makes me want to take a nap too. So, can we get to the movie? Maybe I don't know. Not really. I mean, she's over here. I'm tired, but it wants to talk about anything but the fucking movie. Wow. Well, we got to get through this. This is usually important stuff. a reason for that. Sometimes I get so tired that I will talk about anything. <laughs> All right, so we start with Jeremy describing his dream. We have a voiceover. Jeremy's stuck in a tuba. Jeremy doesn't play the tuba, and he's trying to figure out why he's there, and he's in the band. And he looks, and there she is, Candy. She's a very attractive young lady, and she wants him. But he's not really into her. He's into Darla Blake. Why is he into Darla? He doesn't know. Darla is not exactly what you would find traditionally attractive, but he's drawn to her. Um, Darla plasses him. Words are hard. I've been breathing all day. Passes him a note. And it says, follow me. And he's like, that seems like a good idea. So he follows her. And where does he go? Into the girls' locker room. Naked place. The naked place where the girls are. And he's like, whoa. It's called the naked place. This is not good. He's like, hey, what the hell? So he finds her in the shower. And she takes off her towel and she says, kiss me. And he's like, I'd like to take you out to dinner. Can we get to know each other? And I'm like, this is definitely not a teenage boy. <laughs> this was written by someone who's not a teenage boy. Or if a teenage boy wrote this, he put this part in here just to feel good about himself. Because that's part never going to happen. Yeah. So then he starts to kiss her. And all of a sudden, boom, she turns to another woman. But we don't know who that woman is. Spoilers, it's the vampire. And he's like, who are you? And she says, it doesn't matter. Kiss me. And he's like, uh... And just then, a nun tries to choppy-choppy his pee-pee with some hedge clippers. You know, like a typical dream. So we cut to breakfast the next morning. We find Mrs. Capello. She's making eggs. Jeremy comes down, talks to his parents, and says, Mom, I honestly don't know what Dad looks like. Because the dad's reading a newspaper in front of him. You get the idea that every morning the dad's reading the paper. And What's a newspaper? So a newspaper is this thing where you have fake news on the front. And they write it down instead of being on your computer screen. Interesting. Yeah. All right. So then the father pulls down, puts down the paper and he goes, Dad, you're bald. It's funny. 
<laughs> All right, just then his buddy Ralph comes in and he's here to pick him up for school. And his mother, he tells the Capellos, hey, sorry, I can't stay. We're late. But he makes himself a little leg sandwich. You know, like you do. You get a little bread, a little legs, a little bacon, you wrap it up and you wrap it up. Gross. Elaine is not a fan of the egg sandwich. Oh, I, I love, love an egg sandwich. Egg sandwiches. I Tony makes me eggs all the time. It always ends up being a sandwich. No matter what kind of egg it is, it mm-hmm. ends up on that toast. <laughs> John makes egg sandwiches all the time. Mm-hmm. I don't want he, an egg sandwich. He could make them with bacon, with ham, with sausage. It doesn't matter. Everything's ended so up on I'm that toast. I will make toast I and my eggs. Just put the eggs just right plain. on top of the toast. I don't even have a fork then. He'll do dipping <laughs> eggs. I'll do the dip. And then make a sandwich with the rest. There you go. <laughs> all right. So anyway, they head out. Uh, and as they're heading out, they find out where there's a speed trap. Hey, watch out for speed trap on um, on the corner of Healthy and Happy. Their parents have a scanner. Yeah, mm-hmm. I thought and that I was, was weird. I was You were listening what? to it, and I'm like, is his dad a cop? Why well, did they no, have this I, I had a flashback because my dad had a scanner. It's and I goes, thought, oh, that was for a different reason. And then I was like, oh, wait. Did, I said, Carly, your parents didn't have a scanner? She's like, no. And I was like, oh, I guess other people's parents didn't have police scanners. And then I was like, oh, yeah. <laughs> My dad had Tony a had a moment radio. where he finally figured out where his dad had He had a, a nice one, scanner. too. It was a big-ass one. It lit up and shit, and it was, it was serious. It's because he was serious I mean, about yeah, knowing I, where the police were. Oh? But he had, like, a couple of them. That's really funny. My dad had that a CB really radio, funny. and he it was said it was shit. so that he could hear if the trucker said there were speed traps. I don't think I ever heard him listening to it, though. Well, I mean, how, I don't know. How often would you pick that up, you know, all the shit you're listening to? I just think it's really funny that they used to... That people would be so obsessed with well, where the speed trap is, right, just slow down. Yeah, right. relax. It's that easy. Everybody, CB radios were popular in the seventies. Like people would have them. Yes. When I was growing up, my mother had a CB radio in her car, <laughs> and some of her friends did. And I, no bullshit, grabbed the CB radio and did the entire Jack Burton speech <laughs> verbatim. And some guy was listening and was like, "That's awesome, Jack Burton. Keep going." <laughs> and I was the most excited kid ever <laughs> because not because usually you just talk and no one responds, but I talked and someone responded. And I was like, "Yes, they're listening." <laughs> one of my favorite songs of all time is Convoy. <laughs> Which is all about CB radios. It's great. So let's relax on the people are, are, are bad because they have CB radios. I didn't say people were bad. I mean, you can say it's bad. <laughs> but I don't speak ill of the dead. Okay, anyway, so where are we now? Speaking of the dead. The undead. <laughs> yeah, Ra- um, they so go to school. Jeremy tells Ralph about his, um, his sex dream, and Ralph has a theory. You know, how long has been since your last sexual experience? And he's like, you know... Never. It was that party <laughs> with uh, uh, Jenny Cicero. And he's like, okay, yeah, what you need is a carefree romp in the sack. He actually says carefree romp in the sack. Boys don't talk like that. No. no. He would have said, you need some ass. Men don't talk like I really that. want to ask you later if you want to have a carefree romp in the sack, though. Just I'll for say funsies. no. I'll just say no. You know, he I'm says, not going to ask you that later. <laughs> Sometimes I Sorry, remember buddy. weird stuff Sorry. like that. <laughs> he says, what he says. So then I Ralph don't says, remember stuff like that. <laughs> Ralph says, sex without guilt is the greatest. And then a girl walks up and he goes, hi, Pam. And she slaps him. And he goes, but make sure the girl doesn't go to the school. So you get the idea that Ralph, um, he did the old hit and quit it. Mm-hmm. Or tried and she said no and then he never called her again. It got weird, yeah. All right, so in <laughs> class, we have the setup. Now, Jeremy's sitting in class and... He's got clowns to the left of him, jokers to the right. No, sorry, sorry. That's something else. He's got candy to the left of him. He's got candy to the left of him and Dora to the right. Darla to the right. Dora, Darla. You're both stuck in the middle with you. Yeah, he's stuck in the middle. So then he's he's a little being, he's staring at Darla. He he, is staring at Darla. Creepy, just. They call that eye fucking. 
Yeah, yeah. Like, why are you eye fucking me, man? <laughs> she rightly calls him out on that. And so she passes him a note. And it's just like the dream where he can't handle the note, and he's expecting it to say, "Follow me." But what does it say? Quit staring, creep. <laughs> and he's like, "Ooh." You don't just stare at girls. You're like. It's creepy. It's creepy. You gotta at least play it cool. Try not to stare. I mean, <laughs> I mean, I'll be, I'll be sitting in bed watching TV and Elena's just staring at me. I'm like, why are you staring at me? Stop looking at me. Because it freaks him out. That's why I do it. <laughs> yeah, but then he takes your face off. Off. So what I figured out, if she's doing that, you just give her the old Sean Archer and she doesn't, she goes away. And then I get upset mm-hmm. and I have to go away. <laughs> Sean Archer has brought so much joy to me. Not so much to Elaine. No. Weird. All right. So after school, Jeremy just uh, goes to work, and his job is to deliver groceries. Um, so and he goes, they were really doing that in the eighties. <laughs> yeah, I forgot. <laughs> and and look, it's come back around. Yeah, and, and it's at a whole a Whole Foods. Yeah, and I was like, is, is that Whole Foods? Whole Foods? I was like, mm, it has to be a Whole Foods. Yeah. Whole Foods. I was like, damn. All right. So uh, Jeremy just wants to deliver groceries. Someone who's not an elderly woman. And wouldn't you know? What a coinky dink! Hey, here's a new one. Guess what? No Geritol. No gum. Um, Polygrip. 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 Thank yeah. you. And he's like, this is great. Those old diapers. <laughs> this is at the at the old abandoned mansion there. No one lives there. That place is a dump. He's like, yeah, whatever. So then he goes, and it's, it's really dilapidated. It looks nasty on the outside, but he knocks on the door, and you hear a woman's voice say, come in. So he comes in. He's looking around, and he finds a cat. And the inside... It's fully furnished and, and well upkept. <laughs> what? Is it an illusion? <laughs> fully yes. furnished and well upkept. No one saw any work being done. No one saw anyone move in. Let's not worry about these. Did she do it with her vampire powers? Chael, could you please cut it out? <laughs> All right, we're not worrying about that. But he does find a cat, and he starts talking to the cat, and he's like, "Hey, it'll be thirteen fifty. I'll take a check, but I have to see an ID." And he goes to hand the cat a receipt. How was that? I think we need to shut the dogs. Boss bumped the table and knocked over some makeup. Oh my god! All right, dogs. That's my stuff. Out. Get out of here. I'm sorry, friends. We've had we're having a dog issue here. Get out. They're just being annoying. Get out. Follow Tony. Follow Tony. But you guys know this because this is not the first time we've had this problem. If it is the first time you're listening to our podcast, I (laughs) now you know what you're in for. We have the Wonder Dogs. We call them the Moron Twins. All right. So where are we now? Okay, so Jeremy gets groceries talking to the cat. Jeremy gets scratched by the cat because yes, cats not to be trusted. See, I wrote that down, Tony. Look at that. It says right there, cats not to be trusted. We're gonna well, highlight that. Then. Because cats can't pay bills. Because cats are serious. <laughs> they, she, uh, the cat obviously had no money. Did it have pockets? No. But just then, he's bleeding. A woman shows up, and he's like, "Oh, Nora doesn't like uh, strangers. Sorry about that." And so she goes, oh, I feel responsible for your finger. You're bleeding. Let me take care of it. You know, when I was young, my mother used to kiss boo-boos. So she licks his finger. Yeah. So she just meet a woman, you're bleeding, and she starts sucking on your bloody finger. I'm going to go with it. That's a no for me, dog. No? That's a no? That's, that's when a, you're that, like, that's a no, line. I'm out. Yeah, I'm out. Even would as a teenage be, boy, you're like, no, nah, man. Would you be like, I think you're a vampire? Or would you just be like... I think you're a little too weird for me. I think you're a little too weird for me. Because I wouldn't actually think she was a vampire. But she's like, I like you, Jeremy. I want you to come back later tonight. How's midnight for you? I'm a bit of a night owl. And he's like, yeah, okay. I'm like, yeah, fuck you running. 
That's a, that's a no. What about you, Tony? Yeah, I go. You'd go. <laughs> Do is it because you now suspect her of a vampire, or just because you're a horny teenage boy, or a little both? Probably both. Well, they're gonna have what, they, what the kids are calling uh, um, a romp in the sack. Mm. I actually wrote that down. She invites okay. me to her place at midnight for a romp in the sack mm. because I was feeling comedic when I wrote my notes. She wasn't really specific why she was inviting him back though. Someone invites you over um, at midnight. It's definitely Netflix and chill. You up? Yeah. <laughs> the only it's thing more open, like neck bites and. The only hey look you know what I heard the only thing mm-hmm. open after midnight is jail and legs. That <laughs> is. Horrible. Who said that? Where'd you hear that? <laughs> I broke Tony. <laughs> Where'd you hear that? I'm just saying, that's not an unfair, untrue statement. Nice legs. When do they open? <laughs> but the only thing open after midnight are legs and jail. That's upset. That's, 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 that's upsetting. I know. 7-Eleven's also open, but, you know, it, it kills the joke if you give a list. You just you really need to get jail and legs in there. It's, it's a sex thing. You've never heard that before? Has anybody ever heard that before? No. Anybody? What about you, friends? Any of you heard that? The only thing open after midnight is sex, or sex, or legs in jail? <laughs> Leave us a comment. <laughs> All right. So cut to Jeremy explaining his his um his situation to Ralph. Ralph, and he says she sucked your what? Yeah, <laughs> really loud. Like, what? And they're in like a pizza parlor or something, and he yells, "My finger! She sucked my finger!" And Ralph thinks this is an omen. This is the girl of your dreams. He said, no, this is the girl in my dreams, not of my dreams. There's a difference. We all know Darla is the girl of his dreams. Says, whatever, you're going to do it. And he's like, no, it's a school night and a table full of girls yell, do it, nerd. (laughs) He's like, I guess I have to now. Which, this is weird. Because we've seen that Candy, the really popular girl, wants to be all up in his junk. Okay. But now this table full of girls who go to school with him call him a nerd. So is he popular? Is he not popular? Why does this... I think what they, is this they about call, him that this popular girl wants to be all up in his space? They call him nerd because he doesn't want to do it on a school night, is what I always gather from that. Mm-hmm. Him and Ralph are pretty popular guys. I mean, Ralph seems more popular than him, yeah. but he seems like kind of a doofy dork. Well, Ralph bedded Pam, so... <laughs> well. All right, anyway. So, Ralph drives... Um, a totally suited and booted Jeremy to Nora's house. In his car with the license plate that says, Beaver Hunt. And Tony was like, what? <laughs> and friends, for those of you who don't know, what is beaver a euphemism for there, Elaine? Um, lady parts, that's lady right. Lady bits. Yeah, lady bits. But everybody knows two beavers are better than one. Also, if I'm going to go the have... The is fun. Ask anyone. If I'm going to go have sex on a school night with some lady who sucked my finger, you know who I want to be waiting for me outside? Ralph. Ralph. So he can time it and then tell me it took too fast. <laughs> no, first of all, you don't say it took too fast. You say, wow, that was quick. You know, well, you knew what I meant. He's like, I win. Um, yeah, I wouldn't care. Because you know what I did that Ralph didn't do? I went and had sex in the house and you sat here in the car. There's really nothing you can say to someone who just had sex at, what, 17, 18 years old? That's really going to affect him very much because you're on this little euphoric thing. But he's your backup, so if you get murdered. Right. And you, I'd come out playing that song. I just had sex, <laughs> even though it had not come out yet. All right. So, anyway. Um, so, Jeremy goes to knock on the door, and no one answers. But So, he lets himself in. And you see the professor and Grimsdyke are outside in the white van of death. Grimsdyke? That's his name, Grimsdyke. It is. It is. You can get a look. It's G-R-I-M-S-D-Y-K-E. Grimsdyke. That's weird. 
Mm-hmm. I guess the way he was saying it didn't make it sound like that. Would you it think sounded more like Grimstock or something. Yeah. yeah. It's Grimstock. I looked it up. Cause I was... It's more like Grimstock or something like that. Yep. Keep... Mm-hmm. You can look on IMDb. It's there. I'm not saying that you're wrong. <laughs> or maybe my brain was just automatically making it Grim Snack. <laughs> okay. Just because that's funnier. It's Grimstock. So Jeremy walks to the house looking for Nora and he sees the cat and he goes, No, no. Not you again. Don't even think about it. So then he walks around and the cat goes upstairs and he's like, Hey, is she upstairs? Why am I talking to a cat? It's like, bitch, you've been talking to the cat every time you see it. And now it's a problem. So why'd you just go in this house without, like, I would just knock at the door. You met this woman once. She sucked your finger. And now you're just walking around her house. Even when he brought the groceries, he just went right in. No, no. He didn't just go in. Oh, yeah. She said come in. That's right. All right. So, and uh, so then he goes up to Nora's bedroom. And there's Nora. She's got the the, the nice robe on. You You can see right through that thing. And she's wearing the, what do you call those clothes? Sex clothes. Sex clothes, yeah. I was going to say lingerie was the word I was looking for, but yeah, sex clothes is fine too. Sex clothes. All right. So she's she's got this thing. She's interested in one thing. His tallywhacker. But not actually. That's the impression she's given. That's what he thinks, but she is interested in one thing, whether he's O positive or O negative. (laughs) Or AB. (laughs) AB negative. You never know. I don't know. But so uh, outside we see Ralph sitting there. And a van drives by and he goes, oh no. And he whispers out, Jeremy. Because <laughs> he didn't want to yell because the van just drove up. All right. So in bed, the two um, lovers there are getting down to business. And there's only lovers left alive, is what I understand. All right. She's kissing him. And I hope he's wearing protection. <laughs> uh, so just then, as the professor and Grimsdyke sneak through the house... It startles Nora, and Jeremy's like, what was that? And she's like, oh, don't worry about that, and bites him on the fucking neck. Meanwhile, when they broke into the house, Tony goes, what kind of environmentalist are these? Is it your first day when they broke the window? Oh, yeah, they just smashed <laughs> like, the window you open. You could just walk right in the front door. It wasn't locked. Yeah. <laughs> like, holy shit. All right, so they burst through the door, and the presser says, stop this unholy act. And Jeremy's like, oh, shit. And he grabs the sheet, leaves his clothes, and he's out. Yeah. And so now the professor has got Nora sitting there, but booty naked, and sends Grimsdyke to go chase down Jeremy. You're having sex with a strange woman and two other dudes show up, you leave. You got to roll. Mm-hmm. <laughs> no matter what the situation is that's yeah, going to be going on. You got to go. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Now, all right, so, da 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 uh, Jeremy jumps in the car and says, drive, drive, drive. And they take off. And Grimsdyke gets down and he sees the car that he gets in and looks at the bumper sticker with his super special glasses and sees Milton High School. And we hear Nora scream as they drive away. Let's take a second to talk about their vampire hunting skills again. Mm-hmm. So Ralph was parked there the whole time. Yeah. yeah. They didn't no. once check out this car, no. notice no. that there was somebody in this car. Yeah, no. Nope. Yeah. It would have saved Ralph a lot of hassle yeah. mm-hmm. as these guys are harassing him the whole movie because they think that he is Jeremy, the victim of evil. Yeah, true. All right, so back in the car, Ralph jokes about what happened. And um, then he notices that Jeremy was bitten. And he goes, hey, man, you're bleeding. Did she bite you? And he goes, I told you she was intense. And I'm like, Did he say that she was intense? Did mm-hmm. I miss that? 
I feel like there was a scene where he mentioned that and yeah, it got cut, but they didn't cut this and doesn't quite match up. Like in Goonies, when they're like, and then there was a giant octopus, and there's no octopus in Goonies. There yeah. is if you don't watch the TV edit. No, there's not. I'm fairly certain that was a, a deleted scene. I don't know. I feel like I've seen that part. I feel like we have Goonies on DVD. We're going to watch it. Maybe we watched an extended cut where they edit that back in. Maybe, because that is, uh, I've seen that, and it's one of those lines that don't make sense in movies. Wasn't it that you were talking recently where you didn't realize something happened in a movie because you've only ever seen the TV edit? I don't recall this. Oh, God, we're just talking about it. Pretty Woman. Yes, thank you. It was Pretty Woman. So I watched Pretty Woman for reasons, and I was like, (laughs) she gets down to barely anything and gives them the business. Yeah. I was like, and I know I've seen this movie before because I remember... And I, yes. But he didn't remember the blowjob. And I remember all of these other things. And Elaine goes, you've only watched a TV edit of this movie. And I'm like, evidently. Because <laughs> I don't remember. I've, I've, it came out in what, the late 80s, early yeah. 90s? Yeah, I wouldn't remember Julie Roberts going down to her skibbies and, and giving blowies. But I had never seen this scene before. And I was like, well, would you look at that? <laughs> Which is funny. You know what's really funny? <laughs> Is that John happen? talking about sex? <laughs> is it because he said blowies? No, he got down to his skivvies and gave him blowies. I'm like, what is this? He's my first sex book? <laughs> you want to know something interesting, though. When you think about it, that one, they don't, like, that wouldn't happen today because of streaming services. So they don't cut things like that if you're watching things on Netflix well, or Dis- Amazon. Disney does. Disney does. And like regular cable still does, I'm sure, because they have the TV edits. But if you're just watching on Hulu and Netflix. Yeah, they don't give a shit. They don't cut that stuff and they don't edit it down for time. So Because there's no such thing as time. No. So like there's not. Cause it's there's, flat certain. But <laughs> there's never those, oh, I finally watched well the played. DVD version and saw the whole thing kind of thing anymore. But the other weird thing is there's TV edits that sometimes you can't get. I know I know. I watched Army of Darkness on television like years and years and years ago, and there was all these weird scenes, and I'm like, what is this? And then it had like a different ending and shit, and I'm like, what the fuck? And, you know, apparently they gave, they sometimes gave, you know, stations different cuts mm-hmm. because it fit perfectly with their little commercials and stuff. So, I don't know. It's weird. All right, so back to Jeremy Capello. Mm-hmm. Uh, he gets dropped off at his house in, in a sheet, a satin sheet. And as he's driving away, Ralph says, watch your sheet. Ha, ha, ha. We cut back to the house. And Professor and Grimstock are talking about hunting for the young man. He says, I'm going to finish here, and then we'll hunt for the young man. So they leave, and the house explodes. And we cut to Jeremy being woken by the howling of dogs. We never see them... Kill her? Kill her. Yeah, but don't worry about that. It's implied. But it's implied, but he's like, I'm going to finish here. But she's a vampire. Like, what did you do... Like, how am I supposed to imagine you've restrained this woman? Have you already staked her? I would imagine he would. You'd stake. You'd stake them. Put the garlic in their mouth and cut their head off. Is what you're supposed to do. Then you burn the body. But we didn't get any of that. <laughs> Thanks, Van Tony. I'm just saying, <laughs> this Van guy Tony. didn't do anything. Because well, we'll, get, we'll get to it. To- Abraham to- Van Tony. To Helsing. <laughs> to Helsing. To Helsing. Doesn't really work. Anyway, so now Jeremy. Thanks, here- Grocery Master. Shh. So, <laughs> Jeremy goes outside and sees a dog howling at him. He grabs a slingshot. Oh, and yeah. shoots oh my the God, what, what is that? What he is shoots that? the dog, and as soon as I saw this for the second time, I went, oh, Carly's going to hate that. Because yeah. you, you're led to believe. That Even though all those dogs a, are dead now. A nice, perfectly fine young man, and then he shoots a, a slingshot at a dog. And he cries I mean, and runs away. Even if, like... Slingshots are no Even joke, Even if he man. threw something at the that, dog. That was a wrist rocket. A slingshot? Yeah. I mean, at least an old shoe or something? Yeah. 
A newspaper? We used to have people that lived across the street from us that their dogs barked at all hours. But we never, like, hated on the dogs. We hated on the people. Put your effing dogs in the house. It's three in the morning. (laughs) But, yeah, this... This really took me out of the movie. Yeah, I know. Completely out of character. <laughs> I, I know. As soon as she did, I was like, oh, no, my pen. So then, my bird. It's my bird. Okay, my bird. Mm-hmm. So, and as he hits this little doggy, he sees across the street Modoc standing there. We don't know his name yet. He's just a man yeah. dressed all in black with a red tie waving at him. Um, so the next morning, Jeremy uh, comes downstairs. He's looking a little pale. Mm-hmm. Something's not quite right. And he's not eating. And his parents are like, oh, he's like, I'm just not hungry. He caught the flu because he was out late last night in a sheet. <laughs> and Ralph comes Hopefully in. that's all he caught. So Ralph comes in and he's like, hey, I'm not going to school today. I don't feel good. I think I might have caught something. And Ralph's like, yeah, you did. <laughs> Get it? Because he had sex. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. Anyway, so, and then his parents are like, okay, cool. I'm like, oh, hold up. I have raised two children. Mm-hmm. I have been raised okay. by parents. And not once... Has the child ever said, I don't feel like going to school today? The parents were like, cool. Not My once. mom was fine with it. I don't, I don't feel like going to school today. Bullshit. Get your stuff. Go when to school. When I was in high school, <laughs> my mom basically was like, if you don't feel great and you want to stay home, you know you're going to have to do the makeup work. It's up to you. Cool. Like, you're responsible no, enough to know what's going to happen skipping. when you go back. <laughs> if my kids were sick, I let them stay yeah. home. But the Capels are easy like Sunday morning. So. Mm. Yeah, she didn't even take, like... Take Didn't even like feel a temperature or nothing. Also, his mother. She might have been like, "Whoa, you're cold." <laughs> his mother in this movie wrote fried green tomatoes. Really? Yeah. It, which Kathy Bates is in. Interesting. Yeah. Well, she wrote the book, uh, not the screen. I don't think she wrote the screenplay for the movie, but she wrote the original book. I was nice. like, "That's weird." Okay. That is weird. Because her name looked a little familiar. I was like, "Who? What is it? It's like Fanny May or something weird." <laughs> and I was Freddie like, Mac? "Who the hell is this chick?" And I looked it up, and it just said it on there. I was like, "Oh shit, okay." Good on you. So anyway, um, as he's sitting, as Jeremy's sitting there, he sees the front of the of his dad's paper, and he sees that the old mansion has burned down. Now this shit here is amazing. <laughs> this is what took me out of it because this happened last night at midnight. Right. So he went, <laughs> he went to her house at midnight. Uh-huh. Yeah. So we'll say he was out of the house by the latest twelve thirty. Yeah. <laughs> now the professor blew up the house about what we'll say thirty minutes later. We're going long on that. Okay. Uh-huh. Okay. And then so one a.m. So a reporter gets the phone call, come here at 1 o'clock, and has gotten this story written and pressed at, what, 6 o'clock? 6 in the morning? No. 5 in the morning? It's, it's got to be, the paper yeah. is coming from the printer at 4 a.m. Yeah. yeah. So they had, what, an hour and a half to write the story and press it? There's a word for that. This, this is big news. There's a word for that, and it's written right here. What does that say? Amazing. Amazing. And and he goes to school. I mean, you haven't gotten here yet. And he's like, they're looking for us or something. Like, in the thing, it was like talking about the police investigation for this arson. It's like, wow. And they're, it's like, they're on it. This would, be like, this would be like three days later, a little spot in the paper. Nobody gives a shit. <laughs> All right. So we cut to the professor and Grimsdyke. They're making uh, stakes with it for a crossbow. Yeah, they are. <laughs> Holy shit. And the professor yeah. gives a timeline about you. The year 2000 will be Vampire Armageddon. Mm. Oh, wow. Thank God we survived no. Vampire Armageddon. It wasn't. We, we passed it. All right. <laughs> That's what Y2K really was about. Yeah. So the Vampire Armageddon. says, we luckily have time to contain the spread. We must find the teenager in the white convertible. He must die. The red convertible. They're not a quite Blade yeah. and Whistler. You said white. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> 
I wrote red. (laughs) (laughs) Interesting. I don't actually read my notes. I skim them and (laughs) Like any good performer would. It's too bad you don't have a PowerPoint. (laughs) See, Elaine brings that up because I taught a class on the jazz triangle recently Mm. and I didn't have a PowerPoint. Evidently, that was a big deal. I was like, where was your PowerPoint? Like, I didn't bring one. Why don't you have a PowerPoint? Because I was just going to add lib. And I had lived the whole thing. Everybody loved it. But they were like, yeah, but one dude was like, he should have had a PowerPoint. He got rated all fives. Except five, for the couple of people that gave him some fours or a three. And like, there's like many categories to rate him in. It's like all fives. And then he gets a three for visual aid. Nah. Because he I didn't have a PowerPoint. PowerPoint. <laughs> if you had a PowerPoint, you wouldn't have used it. But it was a really good set, I though. I had them laughing. It was great. <laughs> One, one woman asked me if I was a comedian or professional speaker. I don't speaker, think I know like, how to do oh. a PowerPoint. <laughs> nice. I'm sure I could figure out if I it's actually It's like if I tried to actually be funny, I couldn't do it. PowerPoint is not something that's necessary <laughs> no, at my job. I don't know. I made one today. I have thought about doing <laughs> one of those open mic things, but I'll get up there and be like, I don't know what to say. Fuck, I'm out of here. Well, you work it out beforehand. I guess so. All right, so uh, Jeremy's on the bus and he sees the same creepy man, which we know is Bodak. Hmm. So now we cut to Darla and her friend. And uh, Darla's friend is asking her who she would sleep with. And it's a no, 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 no until she gets a Tom Cruise and you can put him in the maybe pile. I never have had this conversation. This is in the conversation you guys have? in high school. Who would you sleep with, Carly? Tony. Tony. <laughs> no, because... You're welcome. <laughs> if you could pick a famous person, who would you sleep with? I know yours is John Cena. I don't want to have sex with John Cena. I just want to be his buddy. <laughs> She wants to hang out with John Cena. That sounds I sus. No. So <laughs> the kids call sus. Mm-hmm. I don't want to have sex with John Cena. You want he's, to be his buddy? He's very big. Like his naked bath solid. time buddy? No, I just want to hang out with him. I just think it would be fun to just sit there and be with him. He's weird. Yes, it'd be a good time. He is kind of weird. He has a really dry sense of humor. It'd be really fun. He also makes people get like dressed up to have dinner. Yes, but I like He's to be very, fancy. very controlling. I couldn't date him. He's a weirdo. But I think <laughs> and you're like, married. But I just want to be his friend. <laughs> and you're married. That's fine. Sorry, throw, a, throw a shot That's in there. That's fine. I'm going to go hang out with Dora the cat. <laughs> Dora? Dora. Oh, man. And, and Darla. Married. What's Darla doing? Darla has great hats. I love a good hat. She has some hats. She has some hats. All right, so and Jeremy, some vests. In so, the 80s. Yeah, I know. Jeremy comes to school and finds Ralph and Candy talking. Candy's surprised that he's there and he hears, I heard you were sick. And Ralph jokes, ha he had a rough night. Jeremy grabs Ralph and wants to talk to him. And they pass Darla and her friend and she says, hey, who's that guy? And she's like, Jeremy Capello? Ew. It's another thing. Like the hot, the hot, let me make some Irish quotes. Popular girl wants him, but these what girls makes you are think like those girls are popular. Oh, you mean candy? Yes, candy. Mm. But even still, generally speaking, in an '80s teen comedy movie, there's popular kids and unpopular kids, and it's easy to pick out. And all the kids want to be with the popular kids, even if they are unpopular. A That's of, a standard of, '80s lore. A lot of times, there's. The nerdy kid, and he like he has the nerdy girlfriend, mm-hmm. and he has a crush on the hot girl, and the hot girl for some reason kind of likes him, but has a douchey boyfriend. They but in this, in, in this, he seems like Boom. the hot girl has a crush on him, but he likes the nerdy girl in the band. Yeah, it's, it's but it's backwards. it's a very weird. Nick experience. is like twenty years old. The only reason why he's still in high school because he did time. <laughs> 
I've seen that once or twice. Anyway, so Jeremy tells Ralph about the fire, and no one will believe that a couple high school kids had nothing to do with it. And Ralph says, no one even knew we were there, except for the guys who, who came uh, busted in on you. And we're talking about prison. We're talking about homosexual rape by guys named Bruno. We're talking about that being oddly specific. Who the fuck is Bruno? Moving on. Professor and Grimsdyke find Ralph's car and now think that he is a vampire. And this, So they sit, and just then, uh, Jeremy and Ralph come out, and they give follow. So as Ralph is driving, he notices, oh shit, we're being followed by the rape van. I mean, creepy van. I mean, the van. It's a rape van. It's a rape van. All, all vans. All vans are rape vans? Unless they're a tradesman. And or the team, selling ice cream. Or the Team Wolf van. Yeah, well. But that Styles is Team suspect. <laughs> at best. <laughs> Styles is the kind of guy who's hanging out at the junior high, you know, yeah. scouting the talent. Styles disappeared a bit after, uh, after high school, I bet. Mm -hmm. He's on a list somewhere. All right, so car chase scene number one. And this van handles really well <laughs> with this Volkswagen. Yeah. Who's just making corners. And um, Ralph asks uh, Jeremy about, hey, where'd your mother say that speed trap was? So they know what the speed trap is, and luckily it's right around the corner. That shit's amazing. Mm -hmm. And, haha, -ha, sucker got away. Because they stop, the sucker's Jeremy. Yeah. And Gribsdyke and the professor drive past them right into the speed trap and get pulled over. Two motorcycle cops chase after them. It's chips. Like, yeah, they like chips. Oh. All right. Do you have something to add? Um, I was thinking that Bruno was the name of one of the people in The Longest Yard, but it was Brucey. No. So. No, I have nothing else. That was, um, Totoro. Um, what's yes. his name? What is his name, Totoro? Oh, my God. Because there's, like, 15 of those Totoros. I've already deleted it. Oh, never mind. It's too late. So we cut back to work, and now Jeremy's no longer, um, delivering groceries. Now he's stocking shelves. Mm -hmm. And he sees Modoc hanging out by the meat counter. I do think it was weird that he was delivering groceries because Ralph drives him around this whole movie. Like, how is he delivering the groceries? <laughs> maybe they had a In the grocery getter. Yeah, they may have a yeah, maybe. company car. A work van. Yeah. So, wouldn't you know, as he's running away from Modoc, he runs into Darla, who's wearing a hell of an outfit. <laughs> it's some teal thing with shoulder pads and a waistcoat. Yeah. Anyway, so he drags her into the freezer and tells her, and she's saying, you're being really weird. And, well, he is. And he's like, no, 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 this is the thing. All right, look out there in that mirror. What do you see? And he's like, nothing. He goes, okay, good. Now look out there in the eye. What do you see? She's like, nothing. He goes, okay, this has been riveting, but I'm needed back on Earth. I have to go. More like, this has been riveting. I'm needed back on Earth. I'm a great actress. She's terrible. She's like the worst. No bullshit. A lot of people in Jack Frost were better actresses than this lady. Whoa, 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 I'll, whoa. I'll compare it frame by frame. This chick is terrible. She's, she, she's not a great... That's she is her bad. voice annoying. Well, she like, was that just... Was the... Like her... She'll be like, you almost ran over me. Come back. I'm like, good lord. It's like, this is someone's daughter. Yeah, this is <laughs> not good. I mean, it's probably her first movie. Yeah. And I'm no actor, so I can't talk. But still. Yeah. But anyway. This is a vampire movie. It's supposed to have a higher standard. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so back home, Jeremy notices that he's not feeling well. And besides, he has a protein deficiency. So he's going to make himself a milkshake. His sure. dad comes odd down. self-diagnosis. <laughs> very, very odd. No, no, hold up. We're going to get to something really odd. His dad comes downstairs and asks and says, hey, a girl named Candy called you. And he says, yeah, she's a, a cheerleader, blonde. And his dad says, Candy, sounds yummy. Gross. Gross. Elaine has Gross. thoughts about that. I do. Least favorite line. 
<laughs> Gross. So we're watching this. His first dad time. is a little he says that creepily he like goes, proud daddy. What? <laughs> I want you to know that the actress that played Darla has 34 acting credits. Wow. Since 1987. Are all of them Burger King commercials? <laughs> no, but no. this is the second thing she ever did, did after one episode of Roomies. I bet she got better. I mean, she couldn't get worse. Not better. All right, anyway, so the dad leaves, and Jeremy is looking for protein things to put in his protein shake. It's like it's missing something. She was in the dark side of the sun with an early Brad Pitt. There oh. you go. She knows Brad Pitt. That don't impress me much. Oh, she's uh, a thing uh, for vampires, apparently. Well, she's a sucker. Mm-hmm. All right, anyway. She was in Swimsuit, a TV movie. All right, Ooh. can we not <laughs> All right, so then Jeremy's like, I need to put something else. And sees a steak just sitting on a plate in the fridge. So he squeezes the steak to get Ugh. all the juices out and then puts the steak in there. That was gross. Yes. He puts it, it on puree yeah. and then decides he can't drink this and runs upstairs with blood in his hands. His dad comes back downstairs and goes, ooh, protein shake. Takes a sip and has to call Ralph on the big white phone. Yeah, that was what was upsetting. Not what he put in that protein shake because we know he's a vampire at this point. But the fact that he left it there for his dad. Also, she was in Pump Up the Volume. Yeah. I already mentioned that. Where the fuck were you? Not painting. Oh, she was in an episode of Quantum Leap. Oh, shit. <laughs> also, protein With shakes. With Protein shakes, they're 90% milk. Season three. Or yeah. 95% milk. Because <laughs> he fills most of the blender with milk and then puts a scoop of protein in. And I was like, that's... That's it. That's it. That's and then he yeah. brings the uh, steak. Yeah. yeah. All right. Gross. So as Jeremy attempts to sleep, he's awoken by Modoc in his bedroom. How did we get in there, dude? Yeah, you didn't invite nobody. And he tells him, you had a recently sordid sexual experience with a woman. She was infected. And he goes, oh my God, she looked so clean. Wow. wow. The 80s were fun, man. Wow. But this is a lesson even now. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so Jeremy thinks he's from the health department. He's like, um, I don't, and Modoc says, I don't think I'm getting my point across here. Um, mm-hmm. uh, she was, not. I'm not from the health department. <laughs> Health department doesn't break into your room at night. Yeah, what time of night? Hey, hey, hey. It was the 80s. AIDS was a big deal. That's true. That's right. Uh, Modoc tells him, hey, you're a vampire. You're dead, but you're not dead. You're um, alive, but not alive. You're the devil's concubine. (laughs) She's the bitch of the devil. A whore of the night. (laughs) (laughs) All right, so Jeremy's like, all right, Frigo, get the fuck out of my room. Um... So climb, climb back out the window. Yeah. So he kicks him out and is like, hey, look, I don't want to hear this shit. Get out. And then we cut to, we see that he's, uh, he turns into a wolf because he's one of those wolf vampires. Mm. The worst kind. Mm-hmm. Well, doesn't his mom come in and is like, I, were uh, you talking to a man? And he's like, like no, I had, oh, no, the, I had the radio on and blast the radio. So yeah. I got to leave some stuff out for timing. Sorry. But I thought that that was important because later yeah. they think that maybe. Oh, was, yeah. It was the 80s. Yeah. <laughs> It gets a little ladies at the end. Lady, instead of <laughs> instead of assuming that their son is turning into a vampire, they are kind of assuming that their son is a homosexual. Which I got to tell you, <laughs> it would never occur to me that my son is turning into a vampire. So maybe that's a logical leap. <laughs> yep. Yeah. So the this next is day, one of those red, well, not red flags, but homosexual instances. She thinks she heard a man in her son's room late at night. Mm-hmm. Which it could just be Ralph. I don't see nothing wrong. If it was Ralph though when she came in. They would have been like, "Hey, it's just hey, Ralph." It's Ralph. <laughs> <laughs> that. All right. So next day, Modoc drives up to Jeremy's house while he's walking because for some reason Ralph's not driving to school today, and says, "Jeremy, we have to talk." And he's like, "Fine." And he gets in the car and he's like, "Look, 
I'm not a vampire. Vampires drink virgin blood. I'm not a virgin. Ask Julie Cicero or Jenny Cicero. Either one of those girls. Ask them both. They're sisters. Um, so he shows them pictures of this, this guy and says, this is the professor. You need to watch out for this guy. And he's like, oh shit, this is the guy that's been following me. And he's like, okay. Um, for the next few days, I'm going to ease your transition into this new lifestyle. He gives him a book. That I think Tony needs for Christmas. Oh, Vampire Bible? Yeah. Vampire Bible. I'm body. curious about it this. It smells like a vampire wiped his ass with it. <laughs> Spirits of the Twelve. I'm curious about this vampires only drink virgin blood. Was this a thing? Because I've never heard that before. Um, I mean, I've heard it, but I've heard it. it's, it's, it's not, not popular. It's not widespread. Yeah. Much like this movie. There's it's a lot not of, popular. There's a lot of weird ass <laughs> vampire shit down there. I know, and everybody likes to add stuff yeah. here and there. But he says it like this is common knowledge. Everybody knows. And I was like... I never heard that before. <laughs> so Modoc gives him the, the vampire Bible, and he gives him the number and name of an all-night butcher. He says, I recommend pig's blood, be negative. It's a smooth flavor. And in the trivia, it rips these people to shreds because pigs don't have uh, type B blood. I'm like, why is this a problem? Like, you're watching movies going, ah-ha, gotcha, motherfucker. Pigs don't have B blood. Because whoever wrote this also, didn't give a shit either. And also, who knows that? <laughs> like, I, I, I looked it up for something I was fucking around with, and, like, cats have four different blood types, and dogs have seven. But I couldn't tell you what they were. And I hope you can't tell me what types of blood pigs have. <laughs> you might need to get, like, a job or Unless something. Unless you're you know? some sort Why of Why are you looking at animal blood types? Yeah, I was going to say, if you're a veterinarian, <laughs> you probably need to know that. Because if you have a dog come in, you got to know what kind of yeah. blood it has. Yeah. Whatever. That makes sense. Yeah. Or if you're a vampire. Yeah. You've got to know what you like. Or if you're a vet out in the country, maybe. Yeah. I mean, if you're a vampire, you're doing a lot of blood transfusions like, on pigs. So like, wait, just kind of let them go. But why would that matter what blood type it is? I guess is does it make it taste different? Yeah, it probably. Does because, so. or are you like as a vampire? I'm allergic to a. <laughs> it's, it's a real like it's people probably, are allergic to, well, to see, milk. Look, it's probably like a cold I'm Pepsi a pepper. intolerant. You can only have B. Forward has a nice finish. No, I'm A intolerant. I can only have B or O. Oh, negative has a nice full body. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, so where are we now? Hints of cat piss. So oh, negative's like the chicken. Jeremy nuggets. makes Modog stop and says, "Look, I'm not a vampire. I'm not reading this book." And he yells this at a bus stop. Or what people get on there, look at him, and he's like, what? Gets on the bus and drives away. And they all don't get on the bus. Yeah. <laughs> I'm not getting on the bus with a guy who's not a vampire and won't read a book. So we cut the driver's... He's got problems. Elaine has standards. <laughs> we cut the driver's head where Ralph is about to drive, and Jeremy gets in the back. I've got to plow through. We're never getting through this. <laughs> the teacher is quite the tool bag, and then, and uh, the good news is, is that Grimsdyke is back on the chase. Car chase number two. This time we have the uh, the driver's ed teacher giving Ralph shit about how he's going to give him points and he'll never drive again. Yeah, this this driver's oh. ed teacher, you think he runs the city I've or something? I've connected the dots. This is why mom is always trying to tell Ralph where the speed traps are because he doesn't have a driver's license yet. And if he gets pulled <laughs> over... Oh. Because I was like, he's been driving this whole movie. This, doesn't, this is weird. Yeah, I connected <laughs> the speed trap dots, though. Anyway. Okay. So, Back to that case. So now, the, after the chase... Ralph just fucking stops, and he gets out of the car, and he runs right up to the van and goes, Hey, pal, you got a problem? This freaks out Grimsdike and throws it in reverse and smashes into the car behind him. Mm. And that guy gets out and is really pissed off. That guy gets out. He's pissed off, but by then Grimsdike drives away. So then Ralph gets in his car, and the teacher comes out, and this guy attacks the teacher. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) He doesn't have anything to do with anything. Because you don't even know that Ralph made Grimsdike back up into your car. You should be following that van that just hit you and, and ran. ran. At least get the license plate. It's, not, it's not Beaver Hunter. 
<laughs> Back at it's school. It's Vampire Hunter. Yeah. Darla's playing the saxophone, and Jeremy's watching her. The sexy phone? The sexy phone, yeah. She tells him, you're staring at me again, and this time it might be because of that giant green beret she's sporting. It's <laughs> kind you buy at a secondhand store? No, that's red. Oh, that's a raspberry. He should say, your music is entrancing. Yeah. He apologized to her and says, hey, look, I had a dream about you. And she says, are you going to gross me out? And he goes, no, it's not like that. Hey, you want to go out with me? And she's like... I don't know. And he says, if you let me slip through your fingers, you'll always regret it. That fucking line is money. <laughs> that's pretty tough. That, that, that's, I'm like, wow. I remember watching that as a child going, I have to use that. Pretty Never balls. once have I ever. Pretty balls. But this works. And so they make a date. And he's like, all right, I'll see you tonight at 8. She goes, tonight? And he goes like, yeah, I don't want you to change your mind. Anyway, so montage of Jeremy getting ready. But he thinks all the mirrors in his house are broken because he can't see himself in the mirror anymore. And it doesn't occur to him that after the strange guy told him he was a vampire, and he can't see himself in the and mirror. And gave him a vampire Bible. <laughs> this doesn't dawn on him that he might actually be a vampire. It's like, oh, the mirror's the girl are broken. Bit him. He is in deep denial. <laughs> you think? Deep. And he was craving blood. Mm-hmm. He's not exactly the world's greatest detective. All right, so he goes to pick up Darla, and we see Kathy fucking Bates is there to greet him. I'm like, <laughs> holy shit. <laughs> Why is she in this? And her husband, who I would say is a wish version of Bill Murray from 1974. <laughs> wish version of Bill Murray. 1974. Damn. Because, yeah, 1974. Uh, oh, my God, are these some cringe fucking parents? Dad tries to take their picture, and the mother unbuttons her button, top button, for yeah. the picture. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But Darla freaks out, grabs Jeremy, says, we are late, we have to go. And Which oh, is the only acceptable response to this. And oh man, the camera's broken because the picture only has first the mirror. Darla. Now the camera. Darla apologizes for her parents and Jeremy says, don't worry about it. I have parents too. Which I was promised myself I would never do this to the children. Anyway. I thought that's why you have kids. Yeah. No, I've, you have kids so you get someone to mow your lawn and empty your dishwasher. Oh, you don't get to embarrass them? Yeah. I mean, you can. That's oh. just a bonus. But oh. you have them so you have someone to mow your lawn and empty your dishwasher. All right. Because now there's no kids in our house. Guess who has to mow the lawn and empty the dishwasher? I do. Us. Don. <laughs> <laughs> Damn, Carly. I was kidding. <laughs> Instead of getting on the bus, you threw Lane under it. Yeah, she did, and rolled over me twice. Mm. Thump, thump, what's that, Elaine? You know who goes to lawn at our house? A gentleman named Gerard. (laughs) But you know what, Carly? And I pay him to do it. You're you're not wrong. (laughs) Anyway, so at the pizza parlor, um, they get get their pizza, and Jeremy just can't take a bite. He's like... Yeah, do you, do you? You're on a date. With He's a holding the goddamn pizza in his hands. <laughs> but Tony has a good. You're thing. on your date. You're on a date. This goes back to the Dorito talk. But you're on a date <laughs> with a chick that you assume you're going to go park with later. You you getting pizza with everything on it? Garlic. Yeah. And, Get some little lighter. Like Maybe onions, salad. And... <laughs> Something Maybe just you're not cheese. breathing your hot nasty breath down her throat. Maybe just cheese. Maybe just cheese. Just yeah. cheese is good. Yeah. Anything wrong with that? Cheese and ham, maybe. And you and you bring the little, you know, the little pocket. Banaka. Mouthwash. You know. little bana- they didn't yeah. have pocket mouthwash. They had banaka back then. Uh, yeah, banaka. Remember those Remember those strips? Yeah. You put in? Yeah. Good times. What happened to that? <laughs> <laughs> he said good times. Those things were gross. He's like, yeah, man. Those things were awesome. <laughs> they were bre- like breast savers. Fresh no. Yeah, they were just like a piece of paper. You put them on yeah. your tongue there and there was, it was a little mouthwash. Yeah. Yes, I remember. It was like... Saved saved a lot of a lot of nuts. It was <laughs> Rough Savers was the brand. He's over there, and they were loving. fresh strips. <laughs> anyway, so and they came in like a little thing that looked like dental yep. floss. Yep. <laughs> we, we got it. We got it. But I remember. It's okay, Elaine's yeah. favorite tertiary object. She got that reference. Yeah, I got that one. 
Okay, anyway, so Darla asked the waitress, hey, what's on this? And you said you asked for the garbage pizza. Everything but anchovies. So that's mushrooms, onions, peppers. Um, ham, bacon, pepperoni. Ham, bacon, pepperoni, and garlic. And she's like, garlic. And she's like, and she says, what are you, allergic to garlic or something like that? You could have just said yes. Yes. <laughs> like, yes, I'm allergic to garlic. All right, so at Ralph's Maybe you house. you should have paid attention when you ordered the everything pizza. <laughs> no, no, when you ordered the garbage pizza. Yeah. I'm sorry. I'm never ordering. Oh, what kind of pizza do you want, hon? The, gar the, the trash garbage? pizza. The trash pizza? Okay, we'll have one trash pizza. Nummy. Mm -hmm. <laughs> when are you going out on first dates and ordering pizza? Never. I heard you mean. I didn't. Look, I mean, if it was on because the menu as the kitchen sink, maybe. But yeah. here's the thing. Like, if we go out and get pizza, I'm putting garlic on it now. I've been married 20 years. <laughs> I like garlic. Well, because you can come home and yeah, brush your teeth brush, and, and yeah. such. But you're We're not, not going, going parking. You're not going parking. We're going to come home. We're going to park yeah. in the driveway <laughs> yeah. and go in and brush our teeth. <laughs> We're going to park in the driveway. <laughs> Facts. Better than the front lawn. Yeah. Anyway. So we're at Ralph's house, and he puts on some music, and he starts jamming out, like, you know, like like you do. Mm -hmm. Like, totally 80s music. Yeah. I love it. That's how I jam out. To totally 80s music. It is actually facts how I jam out. I've heard. Anyway. So, just <laughs> then the professor finds a car, and, we, and now he thinks that Ralph was the vampire. We've confirmed this. He found beaver hunt. He hunted down that beaver. He hunts the beaver. Now he's going to skin that beaver. Skin it good. At the makeout spot, Darla's friend in the next car over, and she's with her date getting down. Mm. Mm -hmm. um, so now they park, and Darla's like, now it's a good time. Let's talk. Hey, why did you ask me out? And he's like, I want to kiss you. No, he says, I like you. <laughs> and they banter a little bit, back and forth. I feel like why did you ask me out is garbage pizza talk. <laughs> Not... I let you drive me to the parking spot. To the spot. Make out point yeah. or whatever. Yeah. yeah. Well, anyway, they banter a bit and they start to smooch. So mm -hmm. back at Ralph's house, uh, Grimsdyke says, um, you take first watch. And the presser goes out and takes a nap. Ralph has noticed them in, outside of his house and grabs a baseball bat. Starts bear jewing them. <laughs> <laughs> he looks like the bear jew. He does. As soon as he pulled that bat out, that's what I said. I was like, oh, like holy shit, jew. it's the bear jew. <laughs> What'd so you get that for? Bravery? <laughs> right, anyway, so um, Grimstike's being annoying and the press kicks him out. So now he's standing outside of the van. So at the makeout point, um, everything is going well until Jeremy has the urge to bite her in the neck. And his fangs come out. Ooh. Yeah, his fangs are totally erect. And then he pulls <laughs> her out of the car through the driver's seat. Like, he jumps out of the driver's and pulls her across and leaves Yanks her Yanks her out of the car to leave her. And she's like, you can't leave me here. Please don't leave me here. Well, no. Don't no, no. She didn't have that much inflection. She was like, please don't leave me here. You can't leave me here. Is that, is that good? No? Take two? Don't leave me here. Is that better? Sure. <laughs> Fuck it. This only costs two hundred thousand dollars. Let's just move on. <laughs> Amazingly, Dora's friend is in the car. Dora, Darla's car friend is in the car next to her and jumps out of the car. And the boy she was with gets really mad. I mean, I mean, you don't see that, but I know that's what yeah, happened. Yeah, I guarantee you, yeah. he was mad. He's hunt, he's he's gunning for a vampire hunt. Yeah, he's he's on Team Grimsby. And now yeah. she's like, take my friend home. <laughs> yeah. Well, you know what they say: two beavers are better than one. I don't sure. think that's what's gonna happen. I mean, you don't know. 
Hey. Darla right. just got dumped. She's in a vulnerable place. She is in a vulnerable place. All Some right. boy just yanked her out of a car and then left her. This is canon now need, for Tony. She might need, <laughs> need comforting. Anyway, back at Ralph's house, Ralph confronts Grimsdyke. This, and he scares the piss out of him. Grimsdyke jumps back in the van and drives away. Tells the professor, oh my god. Oh, I'm sorry. As before Grimsdyke gets in the car, says, you don't want me. I'm old. My blood is full of cholesterol. <laughs> then drives away. Um, so we cut to Jeremy at the butcher shop the next day. And he wants some blood. But he doesn't want to ask for some blood like you do. So he says, I'm going to take a porter it's like, house. It's like they do with the team yeah. thing with the condoms. I yeah. want to buy condoms. I'm going to buy this and this and this and this. Oh, and some condoms. And some condoms. He kind of does this one. He's like, how much just for the condoms? But yeah. in this case, it's how much just for the blood? It's like two eighty nine. And the guy, and the butcher smiles and goes, first time, huh, kid? <laughs> it's a little scary. All right, so. Do you think this butcher is also one of the living vampires, or just... No, I think he's what's called the familiar. Yeah, I think he just makes money off of blood. <laughs> okay. All right. <laughs> so, at the home, Jeremy's like, oh, I can't believe I'm going to do this. And he starts drinking the blood. He goes, oh my god, I can't believe this. I'm actually a vampire. Now he fucking gets it. Everything else was maybe. Now he's like, all right. I mean, the fangs. <laughs> so it's now we hear a great song by the band Timbuk3, uh, I Gotta Wear Shades. That's actually the name of the band. No, no. Um, and, he, and he's becoming a vampire. And so this all happens in the course of a day where he goes to meet with the butcher like four or five times, gets a mini fridge. <laughs> And has a bunch of he blood has in it. Been, we know he has a job. <laughs> and now he, Modoc is in his bedroom with him, and they toast, and he goes, "This blood's for you." Oh, and the because tag they have for this movie was got blood. They have blood light and different kinds of um, bloodweiser. Bloodweiser, yeah. <laughs> so we, so now they toast about becoming a vampire. Modoc tells him all the perks about being a vampire. And he's like, how old do you think I am? I don't know, 40, 50, whatever. He goes, I'm about to my 466th birthday, whatever it was. He goes, for every decade, you were, you were age a single year. Jeremy gets a little upset. He goes, I'm going to be a teenager for the next 20 years. This is bullshit. Um, and he's like, and I happen to like garlic. <laughs> Jeremy complains to Modoc about how he messed things up with Darla. And he's like, hey, look, men have been messing things up with women for centuries. Actually, they're quite good at it. Women like us despite it. All right, so then Modoc tells Jeremy about all of the powers, and he's like, you really need to read your book. He's like, you can control her mind? He goes, yes, look, look under in the index. Under rape. Under rape. <laughs> wow. If, she, if she's in a trance, that yeah. means a, no. That a means strong no. stance has been taken. <laughs> it, it's it's mind control. I know it is. The next day, Jeremy finds Darla. I thought you'd be on my side. He's a vampire. He's a creature of the undead. Okay. No, I am totally Bitch of the devil. Side. Yes, look, but I just did not expect you to say look under rape. <laughs> All right, so anyway, the next day, uh, Jeremy finds Darla as she's practicing with the band. Mm-hmm. And she's a little upset about what happened. A little bit. As she would like be. Like you would. <laughs> so, and, and he says to her, I'm sorry about what happened last night. So between Sorry last if night... Friend, if your friend wasn't there, you'd be walking alone home in the dark. But my point is between last night... And I know there's vampires. To now, <laughs> he went to the butcher four or five times. That oh, was yeah, Moe yeah. Doglin. Like, wow, they really need to work yeah. on their timeline. That yeah. was really fast. This must be in vampire years. Mm. They age faster. Uh, so anyway, he tries to hypnotize Darla to go back out with him. And it doesn't work. She plays and along She for plays along reason. at first, like, raise your hand. You'll put it down and you'll go out with me when I snap my fingers. And he's like... She's like... 
you're an asshole. Yeah. And he goes, ugh. Which Oops. is the only acceptable thing to do. If you try to hypnotize uh, anybody and it doesn't work, you're like, ugh. Okay, bye-bye. <laughs> right. I mean, when I hypnotize Elaine, what? I'm just kidding. I've never hypnotized you. Yes, I know. <laughs> <laughs> or do you? Or do you, yeah. Or do you? So Ralph's at the store and he sees the professor is following again. Uh, he runs to Jeremy's house to tell him about it. And uh, Jeremy can't figure out why they'd be following Ralph. It just doesn't occur to him that they think that Ralph's the vampire. Which you think would be the first thing that you thought of. Mm-hmm. They must oh, have wait, seen your they car. They saw your car. With your, with your vanity plate. Mm-hmm. So anyway, Jeremy tells Ralph that he's a vampire, and Ralph doesn't believe him. The first thing he does is show him that he doesn't have a reflection. Yeah. And Ralph's like, big deal. See, David Copperfield do this stuff all the time. <clears throat> he's like, oh, yeah, well, does David Copperfield do this? And he takes out, like, a quart of, yeah, of blood. blood, opens it, and he goes, yeah, it's red, it's liquid, but is it blood? So then he smells it, and he's like, mm, Ugh, that's gross. That's blood. All right. And now Ralph leaves. He's freaked out because and his best friend's a vampire. So as he and goes his down the stairs, were like something's going on with him. When Jeremy's mother asks like, Ralph, "What's wrong with him?" And he says, uh, "I can't tell you." And he goes, "Why not?" He goes, "Sometimes the truth is just too personal." <laughs> <laughs> so that in his mind, so the parents go, "Man's voice in his room alone at night. Some things are just too personal. Our son is gay." Uh-huh. And they saw Modoc when he picked him up out front that yes. day. Yes. Yes. <laughs> they saw him yes. get into a strange man's car. Yeah. Who had license With the license that says Nightmare. Nightmare. <laughs> what is all the personalized places? I need to change I my I favorite it was Virginia. object after discussing this. Did what? Beaver Hunter? <laughs> no. <clears throat> all right. So Modoc meets with Jeremy on top of a roof and tells him that he's leaving him. He says, like, you can't leave me. I, you know, we just get used to this whole thing. He goes, don't get sentimental on me. And then gives him a Beamer. So that's now he's going to be driving that strange man's car. Mm-hmm. Without a license. <laughs> no one will think that's weird. Um, he tells him to watch out for the professor, and then that's it. So Jeremy's parents talked about how, uh, how strange he's been acting lately. Uh, he says, I've had girl problems, and I hear a man's voice in, in your room. Jeremy's like, yeah, don't worry about it. I'm going out. See you later. And drives off in that car. This is a really interesting, uh, like, quick indoctrination or... Orientation process. Mm-hmm. Here's your book. That this is where you get your blood. This okay, is hunting you. You finally believe me? It's been 48 hours. Here's a brand new car. <laughs> and then hey, it's he sink or dips. swim, you know. And then he dips. It's a dark dip. Hey, that's more than uh, Lestat got. I'm just saying. Giving him the choice he never got. Yeah, it's more than Lestat got. Just remember that. Mm-hmm. He said, "Don't eat from humans." Speaking of, do you know that they're, they're actually <laughs> shooting? Was oh, it actually series. being made now? They're, yeah, they started shooting. I think it was last month. They started shooting the interview. The van, they're going to do it's like a mini series, and they're supposed to do a mini series for each book. So Sweet. they're doing interviews. The first one. I know Elaine's excited. I was like, I'm gonna have to watch that when Elaine's not home. She's Elaine never is currently trying to decide if she wants to watch the Wheel of Time series on Amazon anyway, or just read the books again. No, no, we're, we're gonna we're focusing on Ralph. So cut to Ralph at his house. Hey, isn't that not something? He's putting a scarf on and says, "You're not getting any of my blood." Yep. Just then, Jeremy shows up outside of his window. Welcome back to the podcast, floating outside of your friend's bedroom. Yeah. If you're not sure, friends, that's from Buffy and the Vampire Slayer. I remember. And the Vampire Slayer? Buffy the Vampire Slayer. Yeah. She's the. The. But she's not the only Buffy the Vampire Slayer. There was another She's one. clearly the best one. And well, she's, Christy yeah. Swanson was clearly the best Buffy of all time. <laughs> Tony just gave her the side eye. <laughs> this time, anyway. 
feel like Tony's still mad at me. But this time, the friend lets him in and say, you're floating, man. You're floating outside my room. <laughs> Luke Perry reacted better than, than Ralph did. But he lets him in. And so now Ralph's holding up a crucifix and is like, hey, man, get away from me. He's like, I'm not going to hurt you. And he's like, all right, cool. <laughs> and he puts Pretty down much. the crucifix and is like, look, this is a lot for me to handle, you being a vampire. And then literally he walks to the other side of his room and goes, all right, we're best friends. We're in this together. But I'm not going to be luring people into your, uh, luring virgins back to the house or something like that. However, I would like it if you lured people for me. <laughs> and he goes, my lips are sealed. Just make sure yours are too. Now let's get to this vampire powers thing. Okay. So what do they do? Uh, what any teenage boy vampires do, they go out and use, use these vampire powers. They to look. Girls. They open the Bible and they look under the index to rape. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they look under under rape, which is you know bad. And if she's asleep, friends, that means no. So she's entranced. That also means no. So Jeremy is trying to um, entrance women to have sex with Ralph. And, of course, it doesn't work. The first time, he misses, and the woman grabs a different guy. Yeah. The second time, he goes, tries to get a girl, and, oh, I've got to tell you that Grimsdyke and the professor are in the club, too, naturally. Mm-hmm. Yeah, with a giant crossbow with a stake loaded. Yeah. I was like, is there any security in this place? Because what is this? Mm-hmm. So this, the second time, it misses the woman and hits Grimsdyke. <laughs> and the third time appears to be working, but, this t- but as the woman is coming over to Ralph, Grimsdyke... Pushes her out of the way and says, <laughs> make me your love slave. Yikes. It's like, whoa. So there's a struggle ensues as Ralph's like, get off of me, dude. <laughs> <laughs> the professor is trying to shoot him with um, a stake. And Grimsdike sees it and says, professor, no, I love him. Pushes him but shoots the stake into speaker that's where the security is the bouncer happens to be sitting next to it yeah he goes hey someone shot a big giant piece of wood in my speaker mm-hmm. i'm gonna get up that in my seems z- like a problem i'm gonna get up in my in my uh zumbas because he looked like he was wearing the zumbas pants and literally throws them out of the bar see he now threw this, me into traffic this would be confirmation for the professor that ralph is the vampire because all the trans people are trying to have sex with ralph not with Jeremy. Mm. So up until this point, maybe there's been questions, but this would seem to confirm that Ralph is a vampire because he trans Grimsdyke. But doesn't also in the bar, doesn't um, Jeremy pick up Grimdike, Grimsdyke in, in the air? No. no? That's what I recall. He does that at some point in the movie. I thought it was in the bar. No, he does that later on. Oh, okay. And it's that Grimsdyke is a professor. Oh, All is right. that right? So, Back at the house, Jeremy's parents are reading books on how to be a parent of a gay child. <laughs> Which, you know That what? also happened really fast. <laughs> yeah. This is a through line that's kind of played for laughs, but at the same time, they're trying to, they look like they're trying to be supportive. Yeah. They're getting ready to be supportive of their son. Yeah, mm-hmm. which is what you Which is do. a positive message, mm-hmm. which you don't really see about... Not um, in the 80s, you did. The my no. child might be gay panic in the 80s. Mm-hmm. No, this is, this is really progressive. Like, like oh, you're, our child's gay. All right, cool. What do we do? I don't know. Let's get some books. <laughs> so, anyway. And the name of the I book was like, one in ten. Like, well, I did want grandchildren, but <laughs> oh well. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, so Jeremy goes to the restaurant with Ralph, and who happens to be the dollar and company? They try not to look at each other, but Jeremy decides this is stupid and goes over to talk to her. And he's making progress with her. As the professor and Grimsdyke sit down, one on each side of Ralph, and the professor says, I have a revolver loaded with silver bullets, which you know will kill you, which 
Well, he's not wrong. Yes, I am a human. (laughs) Because he's not wrong. Depends on where you shoot me and how close you are. We'll cut back to Jeremy, who's trying to get uh, one more chance with Darlin. She's like, all right, fine. And he yells, woohoo, in the middle of a crowded restaurant. Well, because he's a dork. I would woohoo for you. Aw. Would you woo? Would you woo? I'd woo. I'd woo for you. Woo! I'd do a little happy dance. Really? I don't think you would. We don't need to do anything. No. <laughs> I do, dance. I do little happy dances for you all the time. Mm-hmm. Anyway. So, Jeremy grabs Darla as he sees the professor has grabbed Ralph and they're leaving. He grabs Darla. And says, come, we must save my friend. And he she's grabs like, fucking Darla. Why would you do this? She's like, look, you First, grab me and pull me places. It does not work out. <laughs> Last time... He grabs her and throws her out, and now he grabs her and makes her come on his journey to rescue his friend? Yeah. What? Darla yells at him, you promised me you wouldn't freak out, and then tells her about him being a vampire. (laughs) And she's like, what did I do to attract this fucking nutcase? (laughs) This does, of course, freak her out. As it would. Grimsdyke notices that they're being followed as they're tying... Um, Ralph down. Carly. Ralph yells, that's right, pal. The C- FBI, the CIA, the National Guard, they're all coming this way. And when it's all said and done, my dad's going to kick your ass. Oh, I just shit. have to know, Carly, how long, how many hours would you need to adjust to the news that Tony has finally become a vampire? About 10 minutes. <laughs> you are not Carly. You are John. It would take me about 10 minutes, probably. No. Actually, not even that long. Like, I don't think that it would no, be vampire. Cool. A, like an instant adjustment or anything like that. I think it would be little things over time that I like forgot and it's like, ah, oh, fuck, we can't do that. Ah, shit, we can't go there. <laughs> My parents want to come for a barbecue. No. <laughs> Is it a night barbecue? <laughs> oh, man, look at that. You finally get out of Christmas breakfast. <laughs> I was say, there's only so much that would really change. Like, like, yeah, you can't I go mean, to the beach anymore. Well. It would just be little <laughs> things that I was like, oh. You're like, hey, Sam, <laughs> Sam, he has an excuse now. But, like, Tony, what time do you want to podcast? Sundown? But Darla's had one date with this dude, and now he's revealing yes. that he's Rookie a vampire. Darla should run the other way. She, I think he kidnapped After let's be real. the make-out point incident. Mm. <laughs> he kidnaps her here. She gave yeah, him a fun. chance, even though he creeped her out a little bit. No, well, what and then it, he left her at makeout points. <laughs> so Jeremy doubles down as they're driving and gives her all of the Modoc and everything. Tells her everything, soup the nuts, and this does not go well. She understandably does not want to be in the car anymore. So now the cops get involved in his uh, car chase number three. Smoking the bandit time. Jeremy is a very shitty driver. He crashes his car. And ruins Modoc's Beamer. Now we know why he doesn't deliver groceries anymore. <laughs> mm-hmm. Wow. Figured that one out. Good job. All right. So, the cops show up and they grab Jeremy and Darla. Jeremy tells the cops, they're vampire hunters. They're going to kill Ralph. And the cops go, we got the vampire hunter in our hands. And, and they he put, tries to do the mind awesome. control thing. And, awesome. and these dumbasses put Darla in the front seat and Jeremy in the back seat. And then walk away laughing. These fucking idiots left a kid in the front seat of an of an unlocked police car with the keys in the ignition. Mm-hmm. So, she well, steals I it. she steals the police car. Why? Why? Because they're gonna kill Ralph. And no, well, he's told her that he's Apparently a vampire. She believes. 
<laughs> Why do I care about your made up? I'm a vampire, and they've kidnapped my friend's story. You and, just kidnapped me. And it would have been cooler <laughs> if he tore the door off and then got in the front seat and drove yeah. off. I yeah. would that leave him. So now I would leave him. They pull over and celebrate for a while about how cool that was. Now Jeremy's yeah. driving the police car and puts out an APB <laughs> on the police radio and says, "Sorry, I stole a police car." <laughs> that's why you oh, pick. And he that's talks why you. To his parents. That's why you pick your vampires better. Yeah. This, you know what, what kind of research did Nora do before she invited this yeah. grocery delivery None. boy over to her house? None. First kid that came her way. So his parents go, "Oh my God, our son's in trouble!" and take off. But they miss the part where Jeremy introduces his mother to Darla <laughs> on the police radio. <laughs> and I'm like. Now you just told them her name. I know. Yeah. <laughs> now, now she's a felon too, accomplice. Oh. All right. So, um, the professor and Grimsdyke take Ralph to a church to perform uh, a ritual before they kill him. Um, so they're they have we're in the church. Which I thought was odd. Why all of a sudden do they care about doing a ritual? I don't know. When they killed Nora, they did not care. No. And when they tried to kill him in the club, they did not care. And any other time they tried to get him, they did not care. Oh, I have it written down right here. So the movie can happen. <laughs> um, so the professor's like, Grimsdyke, why don't you take this one? Grimsdyke's like, oh, me, professor? He goes, I can't. I can't do it. I can't kill him. I can't kill a living creature. And he's like, ah, you pussy, I'll do it. And Ralph is tied up and has duct tape over his mouth. Mm-hmm. He's trying to free himself, but he can't. Just then, we have the professor, may God have mercy on your soul. He's about to, you know, strike the final blow. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But Jeremy arrives. Jeremy and Darla bust through the door and says, stop. And the professor's like, oh, hey, I know this is not what it looks like. This, <laughs> this is a vampire here. Uh, he's like, no, if you do that... It's murder. And he goes, no, no, there won't even be a body. I'll turn to the dust. And he goes, you do that, you're going down murder one, pal. I guarantee it. And he's like, what, uh, what kind of vampire accoutrement do you have in there to prove he's a vampire? And he's like, well, crucifix. And he puts it on his face and he goes, well, maybe he's a Jewish vampire. <laughs> <coughs> That's fair. <laughs> That's fair. That's fair. That's a good one. So then he pulls out garlic and he puts a ring of garlic around his neck and Ralph's like, what? And holy water, ah, ha, ha. So the professor goes, ha ha, a stake through the heart. Put a stake through his heart and he dies, definitely a vampire. A stake through the heart will kill anything. Yes. It's facts. Right. It's facts. That's fair on the other side. <laughs> Do you uh, have a mini mirror by chance? <laughs> so then finally, uh, the professor goes, Grimsdyke, you got the wrong guy. And they let Ralph go. And Jeremy goes, I mean, Ralph goes to hug Jeremy and calls him a sly little bloodsucker in front of the goddamn vampire hunters. But then they hug and, and he the goes, garlic burns him. Ow! <laughs> and the professor looks at him and just yells. Yeah. <laughs> just fucking yells. So everybody starts running. Uh, so the professor and Grimsdike cut him off because reasons. <laughs> and they're about to kill him with the, with the silver bullets because he still has the revolver. And Jeremy says, do you think I'm going to let you kill me? I'm not going to let you kill me. And he, like, grabs him by the collar and lifts him up. And he's like, all I want to do is live. And you won't let me. And he goes, I'm going to let you go. And the professor goes to attack him again. He's like, bitch, if you don't knock it off, <laughs> what do I got to do? Fucking kill you? Like, I'm he's not like, hurting people. He's like, I, I will. drink kids' blood. Or pig's blood. Not kids', kids blood. blood. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Wow. <laughs> Choices over well, here. Carly apart. <laughs> Choices. Somebody had a slip of the... Um, the vampire slip. No kid. Mm. Better warn Jessica. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So, 
He's like, look, I don't want to kill you, but I will. Elizabeth and then, Bathory over here. <laughs> yeah, right? You're like Lizzie Borden. Anyway. Accent on the bath. So then Nora shows up and says, kill him. We'll, we'll toast his blood. And he's like, nah, I'm good. Um, and then Modoc shows up clapping. Congratulations, you've graduated vampire school. I don't know why he's so proud of him right yeah. now. The damn vampire reunion. And then just then, the professor grabs a revolver and starts shooting Modoc, who just smiles at him and goes, no. <laughs> He's like, let me introduce you to some of my friends. And a bunch of vampires show up and they kidnap a bunch of female professor. vampires. Yeah. A bunch of female vampires and they bring the professor over and he vanishes. And he's bunch like, Rim's died, don't let me take him away. Rim's died. A bunch of van beavers. That was terrible. Thank you. So I'll two be beavers are better than one. And what about eight beavers? Mm. That's a lot of beavers. All right. There's um, such a thing as too many. <laughs> uh, fortunately, her bangs were located in her bangs. I ain't never had too much fun. <laughs> All right. So, um, now, Jeremy's like, Modoc, he shot you with silver bullets. And he goes, Jeremy, you're guilty of not reading your handbook again. Silver bullets are for hunting werewolves. It's like, bitch, you turned into a wolf I would definitely earlier. fucking read this book. Man. I know. <laughs> I would have read this book read this cover book? to cover like six, seven times now. If I was Ralph, I would have been like, let's check out your book. Yeah. <laughs> but anyway, uh, Modoc invites Jeremy to come riding along with him. And he's like, no, I'm going to stay here. I have school in the morning. No, you don't. You're going to goddamn prison. You stole a police car. I told everybody <laughs> that on the radio. But anyway. No, Darla's going to prison. Yeah. They're both going to prison. So they make, so they make the professor a vampire, and yeah. he tells Grimsdike, hey, you're on your own now. I'm going to be a vampire. He switched sides really quick. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, the ladies were persuasive. Well, hey, you know, like Tony said, their fangs are located in their vaginas. <gasps> That's from Blade 3. Yeah. Anyway, um, so all the vampires leave. Jeremy, Darla, and Ralph are there, and Grimsdike is following them. As they go to get away, but Ralph scares them. <laughs> and Grimm's like runs away. <laughs> and Jeremy's parents stop and see them and they stop by. And they tell and they like, hey, look, look, mom, this is my girlfriend. And they're like, oh, good, he's not gay. <laughs> and that's the end of the movie. Unbelievable. Mm-hmm. Well, what did you think? Tony! Ah. Oh. Tony never gets to go first. I never get to go first. <laughs> Let's see. My favorite character is it's either Nora or Modoc. I'll go. I'll go Modoc. Okay. Least favorite character is Grimm's Dyke. My favorite line is when the uh, police pull him over and he's and he's like, uh, "There's a vampire hunters are after me," and the police don't even miss a beat. They just go along with it. They're like. We got ourselves another vampire hunter. Call in a code V and let's go. And they put him in the back. And I'm just like, anyway, take these stupid ass to the prison. <laughs> a code V. Uh, my favorite vampire scene. Actually, my favorite scene is just, um, it's just kind of a neat thing. It's not even a big deal. But at the end, all the girls and um, I think Modoc is with them. They all run away in the cemetery. And the way that they cut it, there's a a uh, tombstone and as soon as they pass through the tombstone they all turn into wolves like it was really cool how it was really seamless how they did the transfer and I really like that I think it's over, yeah. but um oh uh, yeah I'll uh I'll light recommend this movie I'll like I'll light yay it's it's a little cheesy but it's it's cute you know what I mean it's, it's like Teen Wolf it's, the, it's an 80s era movie so I didn't hate it alright well that was the only one I was sure 
sure was going to like it. Now <laughs> All right, ladies, you may now shit on my movie. Carly? <laughs> you know, You're saving the movie. best for last. All right. Uh, she, Elaine's got thoughts. I know. That's why I said that. My favorite character was Modoc. My least favorite character was Darla because she was annoying. I wanted to pick Ralph because he was kind of a douche. But... <laughs> But, I hate but he was there for his friend, so he was, and he got attacked <laughs> more than because once. of his friends. Yeah. And he's gonna bear you that one vampire. On. <sighs> My favorite he was gonna line you. was, "Huh, the mirror's not working," because it made me laugh. Yeah, she laughed out loud at that. <laughs> but that was the only time. <laughs> My favorite scene was the accepting vampirism montage. Um, even though it's a very quick process. It was like an hour and a half. <laughs> <laughs> and my favorite tertiary object was the, the wine of pig's blood that was called like Le Chateau de Swine or something like that. Because in addition to the Budweiser or Bloodweiser yeah. and all that stuff, they had a bottle of wine too. And I'm going to maybe it. Really? Mm-hmm. I'll take it. I forgot I, to tell you my Patricia. I, uh... Why don't you probably do that? I don't... I, I will probably forget about it. And so I'm not going to recommend it. I'm probably going to forget it ever existed. <laughs> but it wasn't, like, awful. I didn't hate it. I, but I, it's pretty forgettable. <laughs> Tony, what was your favorite Patricia object? Well... I'll go a little more obscure than I assume everyone else will. On In the kids' room, there's a poster of the Yamato from a cartoon I watched when I was little from our Star Blazers. I thought it was cool. And he did say, oh, she, he's got to you know. Yeah. And I didn't know what he was talking about. <laughs> it's, just an, it's just an anime from when I was really little. You but a flying, flying battleship. My favorite character is Modoc. My least favorite character is Darla. Which is unfortunate. Um, my favorite scene is the weird dream sequence in the beginning because it was just. <laughs> so it was all that helping it is, it is weird. I enjoyed it. Um, my favorite tertiary object, I switched halfway through the podcast to the fun vanity plates because they're fun. Um, I don't have a favorite line because nothing really stuck out, nothing really made me laugh. The, the line that I cannot forget is, she sounds yummy. And that definitely is not my favorite line. So, or is it? I mean, it's the one that sticks in my head, but that doesn't make it my favorite. I'm going to give this movie a nay. I'm not surprised. I don't want to watch this again. Well, you've watched it twice in a week. So. <laughs> I, don't, I don't want to watch it again. This I think I'm all caught up for the next 20 years. <laughs> yeah, this movie needs time to breathe between doings. Yeah, it does. Like a good Merlot. <laughs> Definitely needs time. I will say, if you've seen it in the past and you remember it fondly, then, you know, if it's on. But It's probably a good Halloween movie for people that don't like gory. Yes. Know. And, I mean, I suppose... If you're, like, it's not, like, gory and there's not a lot of sex and there's not a lot of swearing. Maybe if you have young teenage, like, pre-teens. If you're maybe, done watching the Monster Squad, throw this uh, well, I, mean, Monster I just don't Squad want to have to watch it again. And if you... Don't be chicken shit. Appropriate. Yeah. Look, if you've never seen it, don't look for it. <laughs> it's not, it's oh. not worth your time. But if you've seen it, may, I mean... What if they would have liked the craft better? All right. I, that's what I say. Elaine doesn't want to watch it again, and she doesn't recommend it. All right. So my favorite character is Jeremy, because he's awkward. My least favorite character is Grimsdyke, because he's an idiot. Uh, my favorite object, I'm changing to Darla's hats, 
Yeah, what'd you pick? Her hammer pants, because she definitely wears hammer pants. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> she has a wardrobe. My favorite scene is Ralph and Jeremy, where um, Jeremy comes to Ralph floating outside the window, and he goes, get away a, from me, to Yeah, we're cool. So you, pick do, up you do love a, a floating vampire friend. I do. <laughs> it's top two. It, it comes up. This, this is top two. It comes up a lot. More than you would think. You would think. Darla's wardrobe has... We have to do has, Salem's Lot next. Yeah. <laughs> Darla's wardrobe has more personality than Darla. Oh, mm. Wow. Facts. <laughs> and my favorite line is, if you let me slip through your fingers, you're always going to regret it. Because that's a baller-ass line. line, Especially for the 80s. Um, And I'll yay this movie because I've enjoyed this movie since I saw it. The first time I saw it, I was probably like seven or eight. So that might explain it. But I always enjoy this movie. And when it comes on, I watch it. I watched it a lot more in the past than I will now. I'll probably let it breathe for a while before I watch it again. (laughs) Maybe next Halloween season. If it's still free on HBO. If it's still free on HBO. He won't go out of his way. No. (laughs) It's probably on If it shows up on Amazon Prime three years from now, he'll be like, ooh, I like that movie. And I'll be like, here's what you do. I'm going to read a book. Okay. It's probably on YouTube. Don't go out and spend 15 bucks to watch the movie, but make it a point to watch this movie because it's fun. It's enjoyable. It doesn't take itself too seriously like too many other movies do. So there you go. And it doesn't get like like we're getting around the talking around the bush with. It doesn't get into anything too heavy. No. Like Teen Wolf, there's a couple of sex scenes you're like, wow. Yeah, and like Monster in Squad. The, yeah. These movies tend to have like biting stuff in it. Yeah. There's no f words. There's nope. no. This you is know, something you can watch. Boobs. And, exactly. You know, it's wonderful. So, Carly. Dang, right. right. There's no boobs. Please find us on Facebook.com/slash The Underappreciated Movie Podcast. That's really the best place to find us because. While we have Twitter and Instagram pages, we don't <laughs> really theory. post much there. Well, Facebook page is the best way. Yeah, I haven't been on Twitter, and I'm the one that does the Twitter. Um, I haven't been on Twitter, Twitter. the app, at so all much. in nine months. All right, so yeah, skip to Twitter. Um, and so tweet at us. You sure. can email unmoviepodcast at gmail.com. We don't check that either. Do you really not? <laughs> no. Anyway, just go on our Facebook page. Yeah, that's the best place. Underappreciated movies. If you movies. post something, I see it. I follow that Instagram. All right, anyway. I Sometimes Ben's well. Instagram posts. And uh, tune in next week. On the podcast. For Tony's pick? For uh, November? For November. It's yeah. not Thanks really. Killing? Actually, no, it's not really November. No, I'm not doing Thanks Killing. You guys, you guys, if you guys... Let me do Thanks Killing, but keep getting on me about Dracula. I'm not going to forgive that. <laughs> Thanks Killing is terrible. Bet worse than Jack Frost 2? Yes. Are there banana daiquiris? No, but it's a turkey killing people. Is it like that bunny movie? Yes. That was It's oh, like the yes. bunny movie. Please don't make me watch that. All right, well. <laughs> but, but that bunny movie might be the worst movie I've ever seen. <laughs> so what, what did you pick? What I did pick, I'm going to do 2002's Signs. Oh, that's right. I knew that. Joaquin That's right. We talked about that. I watched a movie. It was before Joaquin went crazy. That I was gonna. I was thinking about switching it at the last minute, but the movie I watched ended up being. What were you gonna switch it to? I can't remember now. Did we? Could have been that good. I was thinking of switching it, but the movie I ended up watching didn't turn out to be terrible. That's what you said. Oh, I meant it did turn out being to be terrible. I was like, wait, are you only picking terrible movies? Because I've seen Signs. I don't think it was that bad. No, I like Signs. I don't know if I like signs, but I've seen it. <laughs> I remember it being a real kind of scary and ridiculous at the same time. Well, I have thoughts about it, but I'm gonna save it for when we actually review that movie, not this movie, because this movie was a hell a of turd? a good time. Look, you know what? This movie's gonna bring back. This movie's gonna <laughs> it's gonna bring the words romp. 
romping the sack is going to be a thing. I don't want to. That reminds me. I was listening to a podcast that about was romping in the a sack. A little bit old. That where they said that we're tallywhackers. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Were you my very brother, excited? My brother and me, and I was like, I wonder if Elaine caught this. <laughs> Getting good grades. But you so right. I got a way in. We have to talk over it or... Oh, well, yeah. Well, I'll just stop it then. Is <laughs> <laughs> our listeners to fuck off? Uh, no. See you next week. <laughs>